Have you got your lights up yet? No. No, your outside lights. There's a few people have. That's that's rather tasteful, isn't it? But the internet's wonderful, isn't it? You can have a look look around and see some different photographs and see what's going on. What about this one? That's very Christmassy, isn't it? I love it because it's got Shrek in there. <laughs> all part of the Christmas story, Toy Story. It's all it's all part of it, isn't it? All, all, all there and uh, a nice train going across there. I mean, they've, they've really gone to town. They've got they, one of those um, stop here, Father Christmas is over. There. So that's, that's um, I don't know where that was taken. And then there's this one. <laughs> Not quite sure what happened there. Maybe they've been on the sherry first and then said, no, I know, I'm going to go put the lights on the tree. <laughs> on, the, on the house, should I say. <laughs> or maybe it was a bit of a strong wind. <laughs> kind of. What about this one here? <laughs> you see, I thought that one was rather clever. <laughs> if, you, if you don't know, then you don't know. But if you know, you know, yeah? What about this one here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quite a good idea, isn't it? If you've got, you've got a neighbour that uh, goes, goes to town and you can't. Yeah, you got it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now... Quick new movie buffs. That's from a particular Christmas film. Andy's got it. Anybody else know what this one's from? It's not Home Alone. Home Alone 2? Not Home Alone. No, we could keep going there, couldn't we? No. It's National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, with Chevy Chase, and he puts all these lights on the tree. Now, we've got a funny story. Where we live, the neighbour opposite us, um, they passed away and the house was vacant uh, for about uh, maybe 18 months. But we've got some new neighbours in and they're a lovely family and he was out putting his lights and he was going a bit like this and then he turned them on and it was like whoa because we've never had the so many lights opposite us before and Josh our, our youngest son's bedroom is opposite there and he's like what's going on here all this lights coming in <laughs> flooded with light uh, from the neighbours but then I don't know how, how much we should be keeping the lights on uh, because of the cost of living so you just turn your lights on either in the house or outside the house. <laughs> So today we are coming to the end of our series we've been doing for the last few months, Restore, Renew, Rebuild. We've been looking at the character of Nehemiah, how God spoke to Nehemiah, how Nehemiah heard what God was saying, how he responded, how he left where he was living uh, in Babylon and went back to Jerusalem to rebuild the walls with help of many people. And it was a bit of like a, an image for us of God calling us back into his purposes as we were coming out of COVID over this last year with things being up and down. We were trying to look at, well, what's God saying to us as a church and to us individually as we move ahead into the purposes of God. And as Andy was introducing us this morning, saying there's always hope for us. There's always hope. And it always reminds me of thinking, Lord, thank you for giving us this name for our church. We are a beacon of hope and we always will be a beacon of hope. So today we're going to try and mix a little bit of this conclusion with a little bit of Advent. Anybody started their Advent calendars? Who are, oh yeah, only three of us, four of us? Come on. Who has a chocolate Advent calendar? Oh yes, now we're talking. I'm not going to ask you what, who, who has a whiskey Advent calendar? Because you, you can get them all sorts, can't you? You can get perfume. Long gone are the days of having a little picture of a light <laughs> or a bit of tinsel or some holly. I mean, I've gone, I'm, I'm a Monty Bojangle man. You know Monty Bojangle chocolates? Mwah. Oh, you'd like them, Linda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh yeah, so we're, we're into Advent now, aren't we? We have started Advent. So we're going to look at a couple of characters in the nativity story and just see what's going on with them and what we can maybe apply to ourselves on the back of the story of Nehemiah. Now the first character is Zechariah. Now would somebody just grab, out, grab their Bible and just read to us Luke 1, 5 to 7. Nice and loud, just, just read it out. Just stand up where you are, read it out, so we can sort of find out who Zechariah was. Anybody got it? In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were upright in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commandments and regulations blamelessly, but they had no children. How dramatic is that? <laughs> Wonderful, I love it. I love it. Okay, so that's the first person. The second person we're going to look at is Mary. Um, would somebody just maybe read out those two verses for us, please? Luke 1, 26 to 27. Somebody find that. Stand up, read it out. Thank you. Okay, interesting, isn't it? So two people at the beginning of the nativity story, Zachariah and Mary. There's some very, is it some interesting parallels that go on with both of those people. <coughs> Let's have a quick look at some of those parallels and what's the same and what's different. First of all, the location. Uh, Zachariah was in the temple in Jerusalem. Mary was in Nazareth in Galilee, about 64 miles north of Jerusalem. The next thing is, there was God's agent was sent to them, and it was, it was Gabriel, wasn't it? So Gabriel, the angel, was sent to Zechariah, and Gabriel, the angel, was sent to Mary. And for a little bit of Bible knowledge, or a bit of trivia, it's the same Gabriel who spoke in the book of Daniel. So if you know your Old Testament, it's Gabriel there. And I love that, to think that there's this angelic being who stands, he says, I stand in the presence of God. So there's an important messenger, this angel that was sent to both of them. And he has the same message, doesn't he? He says to them, do not be afraid. <laughs> I think if I saw an angel, maybe like that, I'd be a bit fearful. He says, no, don't be afraid. So he says that to both of them. What's the message that Gabriel brings to them? He says to Zachariah, your wife, you're going to have a son. He says to Mary, you're going to have a son. He then says... Um, the name that he wants to give to the son. So God is saying, very particular, isn't he? You must call him this person. So for Zachariah, the son was to be called John. And for Mary, the son was to be called Jesus. And then, in both circumstances, Gabriel then kind of prophesies into who these people are going to be. He speaks about their future, their identity of who they're going to be. So what's the response? Zachariah goes, how can this be? <laughs> Mary, how can this be? Why? We're too old. Zachariah was an old man, wife beyond childbearing years. Mary, I'm a virgin. I've never slept with a man. But here comes the difference. Zachariah 
is filled with disbelief. He doesn't believe what God's messenger is telling him. But Mary has another response. She has one of faith. And in the video we saw, she falls to her knees and says, well, just let it be as what you want. And that's the difference, isn't it, there? <laughs> um, if you know, what, read what happens to Zachariah, he's muted for nine months during the pregnancy. He can't talk. But for Mary, she's pregnant for nine months as Jesus grows in her womb. The issue then is the issue of faith and trust in God. Trust in what God says. The book of Hebrews tells us without faith, it's impossible to please God. And we are called as men and women of faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So let's think very briefly about your own life here. You might think, well, you know, God hasn't spoken to me in that dramatic way. Well, I don't know whether he has. I doubt many of us have had a visit from the angel Gabriel to tell us something. But do you know what? God has spoken to us. He speaks to us through his word, through the Bible. If you want to know what God's heart for your life is, read the Bible. And we are part of God's universal church, to which God has given some very clear things about how he wants us to be as God's people. So that can affect us. If we read with open hearts the scriptures, we'll hear God speak to us. We here in Hope Community Church have a vision about God that God's given to us. And I unpacked that a few weeks ago about being um, a city of refuge, about being um, a reprocessing factory, and about being hope carriers. And thirdly, God might speak to you as an individual personally about some specific things that he wants you to do that are very unique to you. But all of those should be in harmony with one another. God isn't going to ask you to do something that's not in the Bible, is he? He wouldn't do that because he's, he's true to his word. So the question is, are we going to be a Zachariah or are we going to be a Mary? And in this Advent season, as we think about the arrival again of Jesus, are we going to be people who are full of faith? Like Mary, who said, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. That was her response. And I want to encourage each one of us to have that same heart response. We're going to move now from that into communion together. And as we take communion this morning, it's an opportunity just to realign ourselves to what God wants of us, to come with that open heart. Mary didn't really know, I don't think, what was going to happen, did she? She just, but her response to God was, yes, I am the Lord's servant. Let's think about John the Baptist, who um, was born of Zachariah and his wife. God our Father, you gave to Zachariah and Elizabeth in their old age a son called John. He grew up strong in spirit, prepared the people for the coming of the Lord and baptised them in the Jordan to wash away their sins. Help us who have been baptised into Christ to be ready to welcome him into our hearts and to grow strong in faith by the power of the Spirit. We ask this through Jesus Christ, the light who is coming into the world.
As you have that bread, as you're holding it in your hands, think again about Jesus who came, the sacrifice that this points to at the cross. Think about your own life. There might be things where you think, I just want to get right with God this morning. Maybe this week's been a bit of a tough one. Maybe there's been a few times when hasn't quite, you haven't quite responded as you wanted to, but that's okay because we can confess our sins and he is faithful. So if you need to do some business with God, do that. And is it possible if you just take the wine now and just sort of dunk your piece of bread and then pass the wine goblet into, in, around those four sections? And just take a moment to think again about this season of Advent, the difference between Zechariah and Mary. And if you're willing to say to God again, I am your servant, may it be to me as you have said. God our Father, the angel Gabriel told the Virgin Mary that she was to be the mother of your son. Though Mary was afraid, she responded to your call with faith. Help us, whom you call to serve you, to share like her in your great work of bringing to our world your love and healing. We ask this through Jesus Christ, the light who is coming again into this world. Remembering your gracious acts in Jesus Christ, we take from creation this bread and this wine and we joyfully celebrate his dying and rising as we await the day of his coming. With thanksgiving, we offer our very selves to you to be a living and holy sacrifice dedicated to your service. Gracious God, pour out your Holy Spirit upon us and upon these, your gifts of bread and wine. That the bread we break and the cup we bless may be the communion of the body and the blood of Christ. I'm grateful to Max and Matthew for just bringing our attention back to Jesus because it's through him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, may all glory and honour be yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen.